all the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift. And because we truly care, all the good things we share. All the good things. Hi, friends. Welcome back to All the Good Things podcast. We hope you are safe and healthy, and we're sending you so much love and good vibes from our virtual spaces today. Big virtual Monday hug. Quarantine day 16. Is it day 16? Quarantine, friends. Really? Damn. We've been at it. We're so delusional at this point. (laughs) Damn, Daniel. You can dance. You can really dance. Wow, you Uh, can really dance. I just want to do a mini callback and clarify that last episode when I said I missed Melissa's face. We were not in person together because we were being smart social distancers. It was the first time we had FaceTimed in a while. So we're recording this by FaceTiming on our phones. Didn't we say that? On our laptops. Didn't we say that we were FaceTiming? I think I said that we were coming to you live from the quarantine and we'll see how it goes but then I was just like Melissa I miss your face and I want people to know that we're smart we will also post a behind the scenes of this I feel like our screenshot will show I'll put that on our story anywho um, we want to start off with some good things that are going on in our life and hopefully you can find some gratitude for what's going on in your life as well Esme do you want to go first Sure. I have been using all of my extra time, not all of it, but a good chunk of it to call all my grandparents. So I've been able to connect with them. And as much as I love them, they're not people who I call on a super regular basis. So I'm going to try to try to change that when I have the extra space in my life to to make that happen. So yeah, I've talked to all my grandparents on my mom and my dad's side recently, and they're all doing well. That's awesome. Love you, Grams and Gramps. And Lolos and Lolas. <laughs> what about you, Kristen? Uh, I've been able to spend a lot of time in nature recently, and I'm very thankful for that. Me and Esme went to Death Valley on a new moon. I totally forgot about that because I felt like this week, I didn't realize that that was this week. I, I know. I like that was a long time <laughs> I ago. I almost forgot too, and then I was like, oh, dang it, we got back less than a week ago yeah that happened um that was absolutely I love my grandparents but camping in Death Valley was for sure great 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 thing (laughs) uh but it was it felt so nice to be away from everything because there's nothing there (laughs) and it was a new moon so the stars were exquisite and uh, we climbed on rocks and we ran through the desert. We went to the lowest place in the Northern Hemisphere, the Badwater Salt Basin. Um, Badwater Basin. Badwater Basin. <laughs> and Bear loved it. Esme's. Oh, he had such a good time. Esme's new little puppy. And yeah, just felt really good to, to be that absorbed in nature. It was so quiet and like the so peaceful. Awesome. The silence was yeah. loud. Silence was We did hashtag extreme social distancing. <laughs> yes. No other humans for miles and miles and miles. Until until the ranger came and told us to leave. Yeah. Yep. We got kicked out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we got kicked out. It's okay. 
at least you got a couple days there. Yep. How about you, Melissa? I am super grateful for virtual connection this whole week. I didn't realize how much <laughs> it impacts me to... <laughs> Kristen's what was that? Those hiccups. are my weird hiccups. <laughs> sounds like a T-Rex. I'm grateful for virtual connection at this time. This whole past week, I've made it a choice to actually talk to someone in my life, like virtually, whether it's a FaceTime, not just a text, but recall or write them something and save it for when I can give it to them in person. And that's made me feel really uplifted just knowing how many people that are in my life that I care about. Aww. Yeah, simple things. <laughs> um, so if you want something to do, I challenge you to write a friend or a person in your life a letter that you can send to them during this time. Isn't it and cool? Cards. Isn't it cool how a lot of people are experiencing that? Um, you know, because our normal schedule is obviously interrupted during the quarantine. And so people are coming back to the simple things and allowing uh, just to step away from the busyness. I love that. I love it. Yeah, this whole week, my handwriting has gotten so much better. <laughs> Dude, me too. Because I'm actually writing things. <laughs> I wrote so much yesterday for the meditation. My hand would get sweaty and then I wouldn't be able to grip the pen anymore. I was like, wow. First world problems. <laughs> well, we don't write that much anymore. It's been a long time since I wrote that much. Same. Well, let's dive on into our good stories for the listeners today. Esme, yeah. you're going to kick us off. I would love to. And I'm really excited because the good story I have to share today happened really, really recently. And I found it, um, John Krasinski, the guy from The Office and... The silent movie. What's it called? We love you, John. He's awesome. Uh, his wife is like the main actress in that movie. What's it called? The uh, Quiet Place? The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, he started a trend on Twitter to ask people for some good news. And I loved that thread so much because it's basically what we're trying to do with sharing all of these good stories. Uh, but he's famous, so he gets a lot more responses and there's a lot more stories to read there. And this one actually took place right in our neighborhood in Pasadena, California. And it is about a lovely girl named Coco. Uh, her, full, her, her real name is Courtney. And so she's 15 years old and she graduated from the esteemed 8th grade back in June. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Them good old days. Of Those are some grade. of the hardest years. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then it's like right at that cusp where it becomes awesome because you get to leave middle school behind and enter high school. And there's new Join problems, the but they're, they're better problems in general than middle school drama. Sadly, she actually could not go to her freshman year of high school. Because the day after she graduated, she was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Coco, I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> and that is a super rare type of cancer that created a tumor in her, her left femur. So, like, her left yeah. thigh bone, kind of down by her knee. So, she wasn't able to be a freshman uh, because she had to get 
two surgeries and had over 12 rounds of chemotherapy. Yikes. Damn, that's so much. So she could not be a part of her freshman year at high school because she had to undergo two surgeries and more than 12 rounds of chemotherapy. 12. Oh 12, that's a really 12. high number. That's, yeah. that's so much. One round of chemotherapy is so intense and so painful and so unpleasant. I, like My over heart goes a dozen out to her at the age of 15. Yikes. Her parents, too. That must be so hard for them. I know. To just watch her baby going through yeah. that. Ugh, I can't even imagine. Um, but this is a, a podcast for all good news and good stories. So luckily, yeah, it is. she had her last round of chemotherapy on Tuesday of last week. <gasps> yes. And today's Tuesday. So oh a week gosh, ago. Yes. Exactly a week ago. Woo. She finished her go, chemotherapy. Go, Coco. Go, Coco. Go, Coco. Go, Coco. Go, Coco. Go, Coco. Get a Coco. Go, Coco. Mm. Wait, what was that? And, um, uh, oh, the Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> you go, Glen Coco. I have a shirt that says that on it. <laughs> oh, my God. I want that shirt. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. And her mom said that We've had some low moments, but she never felt sorry for herself. She hung in there and did it all with a smile on her face. Aww, what so a it light. sounds like Coco is is awesome. Um, and that's a really hard time of your life to get cancer and to do it with a relatively good attitude is an outstanding testament to her character as a person. Yes, she was like, I'm not ready to do this like yet. I'm coming back, everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to high school. (laughs) So she was doing her treatment at the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And normally when you do your last round of chemo, there's a really big celebration. Like your whole family comes. You get to ring the bell. Any other person in the hospital. Yeah, you get to ring this bell and there's like a little party for you and other people in the hospital come and gather, like your friends and your family too. And it's a really big deal because being done with your cancer treatment is a a huge, huge, huge accomplishment. But with the recent crisis in the world of COVID-19, that was not able to happen because her immune system is so low and suppressed that she's a a very high risk of of getting the disease. So instead of having this big celebration to honor this milestone in her life, she did get to ring the bell, but it was only probably her mom, maybe her dad, possibly her brother, and then her two nurses. And she like didn't get to have this big celebration for it. Poor Coco. It's coming soon, Coco. (laughs) The world loves you. So... Her nurses did sing her a very, very cute song, and it's a rendition of the song from Frozen, where little Anna and little Elsa are, like, knocking on the door, trying to get her to come outside and play the snowman song. That's so cute. I'm going to try to sing the rendition for you in case you haven't seen the video. Just picture two of her nurses standing there with Coco as she rings the bell, trying to make this moment that would normally be super celebratory, as special as it can be. You don't need us anymore. Run out the door and say goodbye. We used to be your nurses. 
and now we're not. We're so happy we could cry. cry. <laughs> You're all finished with your chemo. You don't need any more chemo. Okay, bye. Oh, that's so Isn't cute. Isn't that so cute? Like when I saw the video of the nurses singing it, my eyes kind of filled up with happy tears. For sure. So she didn't get this big party, but she did get some love from her nurses. By the way, shout out to every single nurse and doctor out there who goes above and beyond to love and care for their patients in a way that goes past medical assistance. Because I know that was super, super special for Coco. And you are the people we need. Yeah, they're the best. You are they the are heroes. the greatest. The superheroes. So that's all Coco thought was going to happen for her celebration. And they just got into their car and drove home where she was going to go be in isolation for a super long time. And they turned the street to their house and their jaws just dropped because cars were lining the whole entire street on both sides and each car had a group of people in it who were quarantining together so it was like a a quarantine welcome home parade it was a social distancing parade (laughs) a social distancing parade from the convenience of your car and they were all cheering and shouting they made signs and had balloons and banners and streamers and it was the whole entire way down the street to her house and she was just filled with like love and and compassion from all these people who decided to show up and support her and like her mom was only expecting maybe a few cars but it was so much more than the turnout they expected and Coco had no idea so she was just crying and so happy and feeling all of the all of the love from her community oh i so bet beautiful. she felt so special she did she felt so supported and a lot of the people are friends of the family or friends of friends and they had been supporting the family through her through her cancer treatment and the week before they had made hats matching hats that said team coco nobody fights alone Yes, Ohana. Ohana. Ohana, we're all family, we're all connected. Oh, that's and so beautiful. Because, because the John Krasinski uh, Some Good News has blown up a lot, there have been a lot of retweeting and connection to her story, and she's been reading all of the comments, and it's also just continuing to feed her, feed her some happiness. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. I love the Some Good News movement. Good job, Coco. We are so proud of you. And to everyone who doesn't think social distancing is important, make sure you actually do it because even though you might be okay, people like Coco with suppressed immune systems might not be. And it's not fair to her if she gets the disease because you're being silly. Amen. Boo. Thank you for sharing this. I loved that story. Thanks. Thanks, Melissa. You're welcome. Uh... Melissa, do you want to share yours? Uh, My story is also relevant to the time right now with social distancing. It's about the dating world during this time of Corona, um, which is still vibrant, as I'm about to share. Still thriving. (laughs) Um, So you've probably heard of this story. It's been circulating a lot on TikTok and all over the internet, really. So my story is about 
this Brooklyn-based music photographer and filmmaker named Jeremy Cohen. Jeremy Cohen is a New Yorker, and he's been quarantining by himself in his apartment and just basically bored out of his mind. And one day, he saw this girl across his street dancing on a nearby rooftop. And he was just looking at her like, what is she doing? But he was so (laughs) captured by it that he called out to her and said, hey, like waved and got her attention. And she saw him and she waved back. Yes. And he was like, you know what? How I need to like see girls in real life. Like this is a perfect opportunity (laughs) Uh, to reach out to her and see if she wants to like hang out in the future or at least talk to her for a bit. So at this point, he's already got her attention. He took his drone and he wrote his digits down on a piece of tape and stuck it yes. to the top of his drone. <laughs> and he flew his drone. Did it say, did it say, you can't spell quarantine without U-R-A-Q-T? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did. I don't know that part of the information. <laughs> All I know is he flew his drone to the rooftop where the girl was and she picked it up and later that day he got a text from the girl on the roof hey, um, get it. boom and the girl's yes. name is Tori Signorella and she was actually dancing to high school musical we're all in this together all in this together which makes me love her even more um, and through this, they started texting and they actually were hitting it off really well. Like it wasn't just a cool moment to meet each other. They actually got along and found each other attractive. Jeremy organized a secret way for them to have a date by texting her roommate to set up a dinner where she eats on the roof and he eats outside on his balcony and they both like had cooked dinners and a glass of wine. And then they FaceTimed their dinner so that they could both see each other and chat and act like they're having dinner together. Jeremy! Aww, Jeremy! Fuck yeah! He wins. He wins. <laughs> He's a real life prince, honestly. I feel like um, this could straight up be a movie. I feel like this will definitely be a movie in 20 years. I'm, I, um, I want them to get married. And then when their kids ask how they met. It'll be like, well, kiddos, once upon a time, the whole world was shut down for a pandemic, but that didn't stop your dad from shooting his shot. (laughs) (laughs) And it continues. But what I think is also really cute is Jeremy mentions that he's actually really shy and finds approaching girls to be intimidating. So this was a good way for him to kind of break out of his shell, but also he didn't have to be like fried up in person to get rejected. You know, he just sent his drone. So I thought that was really nice because this was a way for him to put himself out there without totally having to be out there. Um, The the old school (laughs) way of social media. The old school way. But also new school because of the drone. Yes. And then... On top of that, he organized an, another date for them to actually meet in person, but to abide by the rules of social distancing and keeping himself quarantined, he got himself a giant inflatable plastic bubble ball. <laughs> oh my Stop and it. He Stop got it. inside of Are the ball. He even um, got flowers, but he was inside the ball, so when he like went to knock on her door, he <laughs> actually gave the flowers to her. Which I thought was oh so God. cute. 
Wow. But they actually, yeah, they went for a, a walk. Bubble ball. <laughs> they went was for he a his walk. Bubble? The yeah, he was in his bubble. He was in the bubble ball. She walked next to him, and he had his hand, like, against the plastic so that they could hold hands. It's like Bubble Boy. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, what was really cute is they're walking down the street of New York together, like, holding hands through the plastic bubble. They're just chatting, having a normal conversation, continuing to get to know each other. And the police actually came by and stopped them, and they panicked because they definitely thought they were breaking some rules. And the police came out and actually said, hey, like, I want to get a picture with you guys. I saw you on TikTok. I saw you on the news. Oh and we think it's so cute. That's amazing. Uh, yes. You know so, what they should do? They should both commit to hardcore isolation for 14 days and then quarantine together. Oh, I know. I hope it gets that far for them. I know that they're still continuing to date. These are all dates that were documented on his Instagram and on his TikTok. So if you want to see actual videos of this happening, it is recorded. And when Jeremy was asked, like, is this just for views? Like, are you guys just doing this? And he's like, no, like, he can't believe this actually works. And it is a true story. And it's just their beginning. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) That's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. I'm really stoked to see how love continues during this time. And if you have a loved one, take that extra take that extra leap of effort and do stuff that's kind, like from afar, whether it's a FaceTime and dinner, watch a movie together at the same time, get yourself a plastic bubble and go on a walk together. That's so good. I also just had this picture in my brain of their future wedding and, uh, to walk down the aisle she just rolls in in a bubble (laughs) i ship them i ship it all right Kristen, take us home uh my story is also having to do with the coronavirus because that's relevant right now and it's really refreshing to hear uh positive things that's happening while the coronavirus is happening my story is about a wife and her four kids and their neighbor named Art Cruz uh, who takes care of them. The uh, I'm not sure of the wife's name because it was just a short story that I found, um, but it was too good and too sweet. Her husband is deployed overseas right now. Uh, his name is Jeff Carmichael. Thank you for saving. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. And so obviously I'm sure he feels super helpless because he can't be there to support his wife and his kids during this time. Um, So good old Art, their next door neighbor, uh, has stepped into the role of being their caretaker and guardian angel. And he will go over there and he will cut her grass. And sometimes he'll send surprise pizza to their house. And I know, it just like checks in on them and makes sure that They have everything that they need. Uh, And I thought another special thing, too, was he himself is a retired paratrooper. Um, So he has some some experience in in serving as well. And I thought Mm. it was a great testament to, you know, we are all in this together. And to check in on your neighbors and uh, have your arms open wide. I'm pretty sure she's 
has four kids. Yeah, she too. has four kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what a blessing it is when you're just getting overwhelmed with the intense role of being a mom to have like surprise pizza delivered yeah. to your door. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. And then to have your your four kids and you know also deal with the stresses of your husband being deployed. Like I want to give her a hug. <laughs> I want to give him a hug. I want to, yes, I want to give, give all, all of them a hug. a hug. And I hope her husband is safe wherever I he hope is so too. He's deployed right now, I too. I hope so, too. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that that was just lovely, and I hope that it inspires uh, people who listen to our podcast to uh, check in on their neighbors. Yeah, guess what? You can show up and mow your neighbor's lawn without having to breathe the air that they're breathing. Yeah. Like you don't need. You can also deliver pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, you can surprise order pizza to you someone's door and Postmates. still totally be social distancing. Yeah. I also want to give a huge shout out to all the companies and influencers and artists who are using their platforms to share good news and also to draw awareness to people and companies that need the support right now. I think it's super awesome, and the love that I feel from everyone online is just amazing. <laughs> love it love it love it love it well thank you all so much for tuning in with us we love getting to spread positive stories in this time and we love even more to connect with you guys so i hope if you have a spare moment which i really hope that is right now <laughs> um, you can like our podcast we definitely have a spare moment let's be real <laughs> yes if you have a spare moment please like our podcast share with us your good stories give us a review on apple or spotify and let us know what you're doing to keep yourself uplifted in this time or to do something kind for a neighbor or a friend or a family member we look forward to seeing you next week on monday have a good one Woo-woo. bye happy bye. quarantine peace all the good things we got all the good things a story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift and because we truly care all the good things we share all the good